Welcome back. You're listening to News 101. I'm Brad Pepping. And in studio, I have Paul Bucci and Trevor Record of the Ubisi. And they're here to talk about what's going on with their coverage of the Olympic Games. And thank you guys very much for joining me. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, so uh, the Olympics are here and the UBC is still printing. Um, we have two weeks off of school and a uh, paper to put out, so we're taking these two weeks to just hit the streets. And uh, many other people have been hitting the streets as well, as everyone is well aware. Um, it really started getting going on Thursday uh, when the torch came through UBC. Uh, many students who were both for and against the Olympics came out. Um, thousands packed the streets for hours across campus dressed in red and white, waiting for the arrival of the flame. First-year art student uh, Jediah uh, Sabaya said, It's once-in-a-lifetime thing, and you don't see it on your campus that often. Torch started at West Mall and Thunderbird Boulevard just before 6 p.m. and traveled along uh, Main Mall. The torch was surrounded by a crowd of police officers and watched from the sky by helicopters. The crowd's Olympic supporters cheered um, the protesters, however, about 60 strong, booed and waved placards reading, Corporations off campus and complacency is complicity. Um, tensions flared uh, between the groups as well. Uh, at one point, a group of Olympic supporters ran through the march and shouted, Go back to Russia! at the protesters. Uh, rumors flew the day before that the protesters were going to try and put, uh, put out the torch, um, which attracted the attention of large media, outlet, media outlets such as CTV and CBC. However, it was not to be. Um, on Friday, uh, police, police forces and several thousand anti-Olympic protesters uh, met in a tense clash outside of BC Place as the 2010 opening ceremonies kicked off inside the stadium. Um, estimates of the peak side of the crowd range from three to 5,000. Um, on uh, Saturday, of course, that is, uh, was the big one uh, where the violence was in the streets. Uh, windows were broken at the Hudson's Bay store downtown and newspaper boxes were kicked over and uh, spray painted. Uh, seven people were arrested. Um, this hasn't stopped any further protesting, however, as there were a couple today and more are planned for the upcoming week. Um, so what do UBC students have to do with this? Um, Trevor Record, the UBC's features and opinions editor, uh, polled students on their opinions about the games. So Trevor, what was the most significant thing you found? Oh, I'd find like most students actually didn't really have any plans to do anything for the Olympics. Uh, I'd say... Um, very few had tickets to any sorts of events. Uh, but even more surprisingly, uh, just in terms of the number of students that said they were going to watch it on TV, it was only about 57% said they had definite plans to watch the Olympics on TV. Only about 40% said they were going to uh, go to a concert or any sort of free event for sure, uh, which, you know, is kind of surprising uh, considering the number of events that are happening. And a good 20% said they were planning on getting out of town, actually. So I think that more than anything, it wasn't that students were super excited or super um, angry about the Olympics, but that they just were a thing that was happening. Students weren't really going to do much about them at all. Uh, were most people more uh, for or against the Olympics in general? Well, you'd find about um, 45% in general were for the Olympics being here, uh, with maybe about 20% saying that they don't care at all, 16 17% saying they're against them, and maybe about 19% uh, saying they're sort of conflicted. But a um, good percentage of students, even if they were for them being here, had some concerns about the Olympics as well. Uh, you know, most students agreed that like there would be a bad ecological impact from the games and a good number also sort of felt that the economic impact or the uh, social impact was mixed or not so good. Uh, so you find a, a sort of diverse set of opinions when you were talking to students as well. 
Fair enough. Um, so I know one complaint that uh, people were talking about is not being informed well enough about the Olympics. What did you find uh, people complain about the most? Well, 45 or so percent of students said they got very little or no information regarding uh, their rights, bus changes, where events were happening, so on and so forth. And uh, there was sort of a, a... Most didn't say that this was because they didn't care so much as that either they received information but they suppose didn't read into it enough or it was just not communicate them at all. Uh, a lot of people that even said that they had received a lot of information also said it was not through uh, Van Ock or the university, but uh, through anti-Olympics uh, networks. And uh, this is coming from people that were more biased against the Olympics, but they said they really were informed about the Olympics, not because of the planning committees, but because they didn't like the Olympics and they wanted to get informed about it. Okay, well, thank you very much. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, um, thank you guys very much for all that coverage. It's really interesting to hear what's going on with UBC students in terms of the games. As UBC students, I want to ask you, how do you feel going down and reporting about these games? Obviously, as you said, we have these two weeks off, so this is a, an opportunity for us to offer um, our full attention to what's going on. And um, I'm here with Paul Bucci and Trevor Record, who both have, uh, have had access to the BC Media Centre. And uh, it's this facility that um, international and national uh, media are, are using in order to uh, access press, press releases and just um, resources to facilitate our, our reporting and our coverage. Um, to my understanding, the UBC is uh, working on a documentary uh, about the ways in which students are reporting about the games. Is that correct? That's totally correct, yeah. Um, we're putting together basically... Uh, um, an inside look at uh, how our newsroom is going to be operating during these games. Uh, it was a suggestion, actually, uh, from a uh, reporter at the Globe and Mail, um, and uh, we decided to take it as kind of a way to uh, stretch the bounds of what we can do with storytelling. Um, and we're going to be talking about everything we do during the Olympics, hopefully the amount of interaction we have with the protesters and with other students and, uh, and our interactions with uh, major media outlets. Um, some of our editors are actually working for um, major media outlets as well. So we've got um, really got people at all levels, um, from completely uninvolved to um, as involved as students could possibly be. Right. And so uh, maybe you guys could touch on as well with the opening ceremonies protest. Uh, there was, you know, a great a great moment when um, many of the journalists were at the front at the barricades between the police and the protesters, and the protesters actually asked that all the journalists leave so that they could facilitate any type of activity that was to. What they precipitated activities that would be. Yeah, of consequence if journalists got involved. How do you feel about that as, as official? You know, you look like students, you're, you're young, you're, go, you're going down there. Is there um, a type of respect given to that? Or what do you think the, the, the sentiment is towards journalists in, during the games here? It depends who you're talking to, um, actually. We did have, uh, we have one journalist, uh, Michael Tebow, who's one of those uh, guys that really gets in the thick of things. I think he's actually had some problems um, from both police and protesters in the past. In fact, I think there was uh, one protest he went to which uh, he, he got um, basically abused by some of the protesters even. So uh, definitely it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a strange world for uh, especially photojournalists in the thick of things there. Uh, they're trying to get the best angle and get a sort of uh, shot that will tell the story, but at the same time they're dealing with uh, 
potential abuse and a lot of just movement and confusion. So, which is a big deal when you have you know three to six thousand dollars of equipment on your body. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, what can we expect in the next uh, few days from the Abyssy? I, I know that you guys are um, you're, you're big users of social media, so Facebook, Twitter, things like that. If somebody's really interested in your coverage, what, how could they get involved with that, or how, how could they find out? Yeah, they can check us out uh, on our website at uh, ubysseyca or uh, Twitter slash UBC. Um, or, um, yeah, on Facebook, we have a Facebook group. Just search the UBC. Um, uh, we've got f- a full-time multimedia editor and a full-time uh, culture editor actually doing multimedia work as well. So we're going to have video. We're going to have Twitter. Um, we've got probably 10 people downtown at all times just because this is a lot of fun for us to check out. So, um, yeah, uh, any way that you can access news, we will be there trying to give you that news great well thank you guys very much for joining me in studio i really appreciate your comments and i look forward to um getting updated from you again uh one week today and uh we're going to take a quick break now but when we come back we're going to be